Yeah, let's go. I'm glad you're here, brother. Yeah. Ditto. Ditto. Really? It's been a minute. Glad to see you guys. Thanks for making it happen. I'm coming down there for lunch. Yeah. I'm wet some. You know what? What? We can't do it like that? Oh, I mean, why is that all record? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep that yeah. going. That's going in the final all mix. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Ready? Yes. All right, all right, go ahead, please. Get serious. Come on, guys. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the beautiful city of Santa Monica, California. Sitting next to me is my co-host, my partner. Chumahan going, American Indian, Elegant Barbarian. Southern California bringing you day. I got a son to raise. I ain't the type that bringing you age. You living in your glory days. Coyote for hire once again. Come on, friends of the show. Talented though. So you all ought to know. Hell yeah. Right? So hot. Hey, driving the tractor trailer. I'm talking to you. Wake the fuck up. Let's go. Driving that forklift. <laughs> yeah, that sounds real good. That's because we got the... Oh, Shannon? Yeah! Now you're bringing back my old shit. Yeah. Audio genius, old blue eyes. Sean Lewis. Certified. Audio professional engineer. For the hard luck show. I'll tell you something, bro. That's major, major, major right in my back pocket right there. Yeah. Same yeah, bro. Same here. Dude, were you like, Week we, time. would you get down and start dancing? Hell yeah, we're dancing at clubs yeah. and this shit. What? Big this, Lux dancing? This is, this, this is my lowrider car show days. Yeah. This one? Oh, yeah. Come all on. The, all what? the lowrider car shows had this bump. Would you pop lock or anything? What would you do? Yeah, what was your move? This was still like this was still like part of like uh, the whole European, you know, influx of new right. wave. All this was kind of going on. This right. is what was going on here. Right. This guy. Yeah. You know, shit like yeah. that was all going on. Right. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Some freestyle house parties and shit like that. We're all playing this shit. Right. Yeah. Fuck we're yeah, bro. What I, I would say that had to be like 81, 82. Yeah. What year? 83, 84. Let me look. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Let's see how, where we're at. Oh, well, I would be love it if it would show me. Uh, 2006. No. No. It doesn't say. Jeez. Well, I'm going to pull it up right this now. This guy, it's way too I'm much. I'm going to pull it up right now. Too much mota on the. We're going to pull it up yeah, right now. On. That's that cokehead shit. Don't fuck with me. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Shannon. 2006. Yeah, that's what it says on fucking... 83. No. Ah, Eight, ah, ah, you see that? I said 82. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that would have yeah. been me in the uh, 10th grade. Oh, yeah. In the 10th grade, yeah. bro. Yeah. Getting down. Remember Dude, that were... song? Who, who sang Take a Chance? Take Remember a that chance. song? No, I don't. Take a Chance. That was a badass song. It was a... Who sang that, man? Was it ABBA? No, 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 no. It wasn't a... It was R and B. Right. This dude? No, 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 no. <laughs> Take a chance on me? Nope. No, that's the Ava shit. Uh oh, it's oh it's nuance. Nuance. Huh. No, not that. hit nuance. Nuance. Take a chance. Huh, uh, huh, nu- uh, there we go. No. Yep, that's it. That's it? Yeah, but it's got a weird it didn't sound like that. They Oh, uh, this looks like it's some uh, get the original. Hmm. Songs. Let's see. Can you get it? I want to see what year that yeah, was. It's here. Let's try YouTube because usually. 
Let's just check it, and then we'll get on with this interview. But I just yeah. want to see what year that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at this. What Vicky Love. Okay. What year would you take a chance coming? 84. There you go. 84. That sounds, that's right. Turn up. A- yeah, there you go. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know this track. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To be alone. <laughs> Oh my god, bro, this video? Yeah, right? Straight clown. Right? Look at this hair, man. I got one more for you. I got one more for you. I got one more for you, bro. What's up? Joystick. Oh, that's all time. Joystick, dog. I get up and start dancing joystick right now, dog. All time, joystick. Fuck, dog. You talk about, that's my shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best car has played that song. Man, Joystick is the shit. Indoors. Because it would hit. The Daz Band? Yep. yep. Now, listen, let's let play for a second. Listen, let's play for a second. <laughs> listen for a second. Let's let it play. Yeah, the lyrics. The beat comes in. Yep. Okay. Listen up, listen up, listen up. You gotta hear the you gotta hear the lyrics hit. Baby, I'm your joystick. Joystick, baby. Dude, Mr. Collins. That you want me to You gotta hear the chorus though, dog. The chorus coming. The video game. Of a stick, of a stick, of a stick. I'll let you play around. Yeah. That was it. I know what you're looking for. Oh, come on. Let's go. And I don't want to do so. Score. Score, baby. Come on. I just want you to be mine. I'll let you troll. I'll let you play me all the time. Oh. I'm sick. Yeah. yeah, that's it, man. I'm telling yeah. you, man. That's a, that's just like that early oh, '80s shit, on, bro. Man. We need to do a whole show about this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. See, but, Daniel, what you did? See, Daniel, what it, you bro. did? I, yeah, six by nines and Kenwoods. <laughs> yeah, bro. Absolutely, pumping out of the Regal. Man, out the Regal. G body. G body. G body. Uh, uh, turn it up. So uh, we're welcoming onto the show. Today, it's you guys got right it? Now, yeah, we got our good friend, yes, a recurring guest, yes, the savant of baking. We have Daniel. Cakes by Daniel. Cakes by Daniel. Come What's on. up, Daniel? The real cake by. Thank you. Come on. Welcome Appreciate to the show, it. man. Beef cakes. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Bottom cakes. I got I got rid of the Just beef, though. I got rid of yeah. The beef. yeah. Lean. Yeah. I'm trying to. Lean Daniel. Lean mm. young Daniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody. <laughs> right. The yep. Salvador Dali of Baker. One of my goods. favorite artists. Exactly. Yeah. True art. And like a true artist, you heard something <sighs> on this show. You heard a man whose stomach will never stop talking oh, to him yeah, yeah, yeah. named Sean, who the, said the fritter. He, he said the king of the fritters is that he said the king of the donuts is the apple fritter. Mm. And he said, I've always wanted to know what a pineapple fritter would taste like. Right. And it sounded good. And then what happened? You went to the lab. So I went to the lab and I figured, you know what? I'm gonna surprise my boy with this pineapple fritter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And then I made an executive decision to uh, say, <laughs> Homie doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Man. Well, it's just, you know, pineapple's got that that tang, you know, that, that citrusy tang yeah. to it. Yeah. And then when you, you mix it with that caramelized sugar, it 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 creates almost like a bitterness. Mm. You know? So... So I it's got not a so simple. Ha, 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 slow, uh, slow uh, down there, right, turbo. Okay. So it's not oh. so... S- oh, you know, sugar can be introduced to your palate in different ways. Right. It's not you know, so simple. No, not so simple. You got powdered sugar, leaves you, gives you a certain flavor. Right. You know, you got crystallized sugar, 
it's a different type of flavor. All right. You know, you've got brown sugar. Ooh, that's my favorite. Pepper. I like that and brown sugar. And then once you caramelize and get that crunchy, you know, type of sugar, now it's almost like a burnt flavor. Mm. It's almost like a smoky yes. aftertaste. Yeah. And that lingers. That that stays on your palate. You know, you'd have to consume something almost dairy or buttery to eliminate that that mm. flavor from your palate. Oh, my God, bro. You know, when you introduce something citrusy, such as oranges or pineapple or something high-end like that, it's um, it's going to clash with that smoke, that burnt flavor. So citrus is strong. Burnt, smoky flavor is strong. Uh, you end up with something not so good. It, it, you, you end up with something that you want to clear your palate with mm. almost immediately. Wow. Okay, go ahead. You're working So on. now I have a little tweak. Go for mm. it. Because... On a pineapple upside down cake, mm. you have all that stuff at the bottom that gets uh, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about? <sighs> yeah, but, I mean, it's, I just, but it's syrupy. It is syrupy, it's but it's also. Caramelized. But you know how, like, if you take a piece of pineapple and you throw it on the grill? <laughs> no. <laughs> you never had grilled pineapple? Uh, grilled? No. You never had grilled no. pineapple? I mean, no, I have. Yeah, grilled pineapple. Right. Right. And so what I'm thinking <laughs> is, mm. you know, pineapple has a lot of juice. Mm. Yes. So what if you got rid of some of that by grilling it? Then you lose the juice. But you could put it in that. You could put it in a fritter, grilled with a little bit. Get rid of some of that. That the juices would. Well, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You can't get rid of the acid. Well, when you grill it, you can. Uh, it gets rid of some of the acid. Some of the acid is leaves. Well, yeah, it dehydrates <laughs> the pineapple wedge, for sure. He's not giving up. No. No. He's, no. We're sitting at the foot of a master, yeah. and you're not backing no, down. No, I get I'm it. Not. No, because. I, I understand. Well, there, now see. Here's the thing. There's there's a demographic of pineapple enthusiasts, right? And it's like not everybody likes a pineapple pizza, right? Yeah. That conversation's been had in almost every household, right? You know, like who loves the pineapple pizza and who doesn't? Hello. And the mass majority don't. Mm. You know, right. there, there's a small percentage of individuals that love pineapple pizza, just like grilled pineapple. Or the you know Hawaiian bowls with the pineapple, right. and I can count on both hands on how many of the homies take the pineapple off to the side. Ah, yeah, yes, right. <sighs> yeah, but that is their the whole idea of introducing savory and sweet. That it, absolutely is a very I think you should battleground. Why, I think that you should attempt to do this. I, will, uh, I don't know. Cooker. You don't know. The problem with it is that I you don't need have a deep, a deep fryer. If hmm. I did, then I'd be fucking 500 pounds. <laughs> well, Shaped like let, a let me say, donuts, you, you know, uh, traditionally, yeah, you know, are come from deep fryers. Right. Yeah. But there's different ways to make donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, not all donuts have to be deep fried. That's and right. And the apple fritters aren't necessarily a donut. It's more of a Danish oh, so donut. Do you, put, do you cook a fritter on like a baking sheet? A fritter is basically a Danish you know, it's 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 sold with donuts at the donut shop that you see. Right. But it's not necessarily a donut. It's more of a Danish because it's made with Danish dough. You know, hmm. the donuts are literally, you know, what the the what round hole in the middle. Right. That's a donut. That's a donut. You know, it's just, you know, but everyone generalizes whatever you buy at the donut shop is officially a donut. Right. Right. I always, That's the layman's approach. But right. for the people who know the nuanced differences behind the scenes. Right, right. The neurotic, you know. The OCD, obsessive compulsive yes. donut Like myself. Eater. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, run up to Sean and be like, bro, don't call it a donut. Right, but 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 in the same way, and let's let's just sort of. But I already knew what he was talking about. No, but let's 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 in it's sort of in a context or an environment. Let's just lay out what's going on. Now, if you said something like, "Oh, you know what you should do is you should take a a dubstep beat and mix it with a drum and bass," and and you told him right, and it was a good idea Uh in the surface, right? And then Sean said, "You know what? I was listening to that podcast, Obsessive Compulsive About Donuts by Kicks by Daniel, and he said that thing about." the music i'm gonna try that out mm. and then he went home and he tried it out and then he came into your show and said you know what i did it but it's not gonna work you know why because the bass lines is a caramelized sugar and blah, 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 right? Right, right right what right, are the right. chances that you would push back on and be like yeah but bro maybe if you grilled 
the beat or you did it uh, like you know my we, honest response to that is yeah. zero right because me personally before i push back i'm gonna take my ass back to the drawing board right and see if maybe i must have missed a passage or something where i could have executed this idea a different way right I mean, it's just fascinating. The reason why I laugh is I rarely see you in a, an arrogant light. I never see you in that. I never see you, Sean. Why is that arrogant to be like, hey, well, what if you tweaked it? Because it wasn't. No, 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 no. Because I can see what he's saying about like how yeah. it clashes and like it is. It, pineapple is really very acidic. It is, but it's maybe one of the. Yes. It's a, I look at the pineapple before we get to that. Yeah. The reason why I see it as arrogant because you did push back a little. You didn't say it like you weren't. You, you listen to the show. You didn't say it like. What if you just maybe a little tweak? You did the tweak, but then Daniel's like, "Yeah, but listen, there's this and this." Then you're like, "Ah, but what did the grill?" And and before you knew it, you were still like you were still on it. That's what makes me right. laugh. The I way, rarely the, see you like the that. The way I perceive what you were saying is, yeah. well, shit, this is on his mind right now, so let's discuss it. Let's dissect this. Well, this I problem. only get a slim opportunity to talk on this show, so yeah, it's our yeah. fault. It's yeah. our fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. he doesn't talk because it's even our though fault. you have been talking a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. our fault. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. been yeah. blooming, uh, peacock. <laughs> he has been actually. I know, and I love it. No, I love it too. So the idea then, though, is is that. There may be a way, but there's, not, there's always a way. But does certain is, things need to change, though? Right. So the apple fritter—that's <laughs> almost like life, right there. Oh, there's <laughs> right. a way, but certain things are going to need to change. Absolutely. How about I thought of something real quick? Go ahead. Dehydrated apple, the pineapple. Yes. How yeah. about you start with a dehydrated pineapple yes. and bake that? Yeah. From the sure. mouths of babies. Absolutely. From the mouths of babies. You take you. Yeah. You take all the acidics out. You know, and now you're just left with that pineapple that sweet, taste. sweet, sweet pineapple, yeah. Now, <clears throat> will the pineapple lover be pleased with it? No way. No way. I, I agree with, with Chuma. In the same way where with the apple fritter, there are times where you go, it's not really an apple fritter. It's a... It's a crunchy it's an cinnamon, apple sauce mixed right, with cinnamon. right, and you don't really quite. And you're like, and you, there's a part of the fat boy inside of me is like, you know what, man? What if I was to get serious about the apple fritter and really make it a fucking apple fritter? Every mouthful would be a piece of a real. So that's what I would do. Right. Yeah, I would get real chunky apple wedges. Right. Not the cubes like the standard. Right. You know, so where you you're like, oh, I got an apple fritter. Look at this fucking piece of apple hanging out of my mouth. Right. You know, that's a whole. It's like an apple pie in a, in a Danish. Right. Like maybe even like a, like a like somehow it turn into or incorporate like a. Shit. Wow. I think it's okay. Uh, for Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds listening, Sean uh, was trying to regulate something was going on out there. Yeah. He moved. Yeah, he would and love to regulate somebody. It's gonna be good, man. Mike, the mic uh -oh. fell. Ooh, man, I've never Ooh. seen Sean that peeved. Man. Yeah, this better be good, man. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. All that. <sighs> So now I'm going to make that apple fritter happen. Shit. That, <laughs> I mean, Someone's yeah. ass is grass, bro. I'm going to make yeah. the pineapple I'm going to stop joking around and laughing fritter. right now. Uh, I mean, I mean, not to stay on the, the thing all day. but Please do. As he said about that pineapple fritter ultimate, mm -hmm. you know what I love, bro, Which like, and I have a real weakness for? It's peach cobbler, bro. Yeah. Peach cobbler yeah. is my yeah. shit. Yeah. And uh, a <laughs> friend of mine was baking some peach cobbler. Brought oh, it through, right? yeah, she did. Yeah, it was uh, some Fantastic. Great peach cobbler. Yeah, great peach cobbler. I can't have peach cobbler around me because I have no self-control. Again, again my favorite pie is the Dutch apple pie. I was just going to talk about that. So it's in relation to the peach cobbler? Yeah. Because mm, it's got that crumble, that streusel on the edge. Ah, mm. the crumble, mm. bro. So the, the, the Dutch apple and the peach cobbler, it's like it's its own entity. It really it is really, because every bite could be a little different, right? Right, right. You you're you're getting over. that syrupy sauce, and then the crumbly dry, you know, streusel. Okay. And then you got the everyone. Crust, Big Lux just collapsed in a pool. That's the, good. Shittery, like, the crust, the streusel, and the sauce is 
I think it's the combo of it. Right, three. right, right. It happens right, to be absolutely. for me peach, yeah. but it's that whole. Yeah. It's the three, the, the three, three layers yeah. of that, yeah. that whole. It's fantastic. That's Dude, I type mean, of language, right? Right, and and in what ways? Because I, I think people, and I'm not saying that you're not a great cook or chef or right, whatever. Right, right, right. I'm not. But what is what is really the difference between being a master baker and like a, a cook? What do you mean? Ego. Explain it. There, because uh, from all the inspiring, uh, fuck, I don't know, the famous bakers and chefs that I've come across, yeah, they'll never say they're master chefs or master bakers. Really? Yeah. Whoever says they're a master chef, master baker, they're fucking full of shit. Mm. It's an ongoing process. Mm. You know, it, it's like baking bread. Right. You know, the temperature outside will change versus the temperature in the kitchen will change. You know, the temperature from the humidifier is going to change. So you have to constantly adapt to whatever environment is, environment is you know, and, and you acclimate, you know, and you, you just figure it out. So nothing's always consistent other than just your fucking effort. All right. I like you know, that. So, I so love what, it. what separates you? It's fucking ego. You know, I've been doing it for over 30 years. Um, I feel like I still am learning. And I've got so much more to learn. What are some recent bakery things you've learned? Like, what are some things where you're like, this recipe, you think you can do it, but... I've learned that I definitely value what I've learned in the 30-some years. Um, but times change every five to seven years, inevitably. And uh, you have to adapt to that new palate that's being sought right. out. You know, and right, seat. Right. You know, and and you know, you. I mean, shit. You know, diet. Diet is everything. You know, everybody goes through this wave of you know, gluten free, gluten free, and vegan. Free. And you guys have to move with this because you have to be able to offer. Well, that's these where I'm at things. now. I'm renewing, reinventing the bakery. You know, I'm shaking off that '80s. Right, feel sixty seventies feel that old sure. traditional bakery thing, right? And I'm um, I'm gonna give it a new face, a new facelift. I'm I'm in the middle of that right now. What are some of the structural things or like the the pieces that would make it like what you would call it like a future facing bakery? Simplified, really? Yeah, mm. I mean that's probably the only word that just pops into mind. Uh, would you consider the, that streamlining, minimalist? Is it? Would you categorize it as down those lanes? I I would. No, no, I would say, well, it's kind of like, I was just having a discussion with my employees, it's uh, when they order a cake, for say, you know, per se, it's uh, like a, a no decoration cake, okay. right? Let's yeah. say a three-tier no decoration cake, because they're going to put fresh flowers on the son of a bitch, or whatever. Okay. Right. Um, you know, those that don't know, they're going to be like, well, it should be easy. And, it, you know, you're not doing anything, you're just icing it smooth and, and stacked, son of a bitch, and, you know, call it a day. Yeah. Those are the hardest ones. Right. Because if there's nothing on there, any kind of flaw, flaw is going to stand out. It's going to stand out. And you can't put a fucking piped fucking flower no, over the top. Dude. No. So it's like not, standing there naked. Right. So, right. So when it comes to a, a, a plain cake, I have to sculpt it first, seal it, shape it, make sure the crumbs are gone before I really. Do you put on a crumb layer? That, and yeah. It's a mandatory, wow. you know, so, you know, it, it's, it's a versus a two to three step process for a regular cake. Right. The plain cakes are three to four to five could be more, man. That's you know amazing. I mean? So, yeah. in, you know, in, in regards to what's, you know, how is, um, how are things maneuvering nowadays? Yeah. Simplicity is everything, right? It's elegant. Right. And it's, um, you, you know, you'd want to draw your attention to the focal point, which is the product itself. So you want to eliminate all the decorations on the wall and the distractions from what you want people to focus on. You know, nowadays we already know everybody gets distracted by every single damn squirrel that crosses their path. Right. You know, it just, you know, what is it they're saying that movies nowadays have to grab your attention in the first seven seconds? Shit, movies. Who's even watching movies anymore? You can't barely sit through one anymore. Right, right. right. Because if, if it doesn't grab you the first seven seconds, just like music. Right. 
you know, then you're fucking squirrel. You know, right. you're, you're stuck on something. The commercials are like that too. They right. got to grab you. Right. Have a certain amount of time, and if it's not, it's a waste. Right. Well, I think personally, I feel like um, that mm. seven second uh, thesis applies to everything nowadays. Right. Mm. You know, so if you go into a food establishment, the the simpler, the cleaner, the brighter, the quicker you're going to focus on the product. It. Does that make sense to you, it, Big Lux? Well, it makes sense in that pr- presentation is everything. Absolutely. Right. Okay? The amount of time that you have may get shorter, but you're still dealing. Yep. The more work you got to do, no matter how small the time gets, the more work you got to do to make it happen like in a snapshot, right. the right. better. The, See, the, you that, know? That, yeah, that's key right there. And that's kind of what I've been. So I, I'm in the middle of transitioning the old timey bakery to what I think would make sense nowadays. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you speak things, things into existence. So one of my biggest, um, practicing discipline in uh, the past few years is, you know, be methodical with your words, Mm. speak everything into existence. Mm. Um, you know, distraction can, have you stumble over your own words and then before you know it you're going in different directions and you don't know what the fuck you're first talking about mm. it happens to almost everybody so you know in, in order to get everybody behind this idea of this transition is we're no longer a bakery mm. we're a social media platform mm. with a bakery appearance mm. you know because I feel personally just like the gym yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, you know, I, I've been, you know, I've been religious with the gym and so forth so on the exercise and the fitness and whatnot. And I've had, you know, youngsters, you know, especially my kids, you know, what's keeping you going? Is it the, the diet? Is it the getting to the gym every day? And that's the overall. Right. But, you know, the older we get, the more open minded, I guess I, I don't I, I refuse to say the older guy. The more open-minded you are to accept what things really are and its true value, it's the mindset. Right. You know, the the diet comes and goes. You know, the types of exercise comes and goes. Some days you go hard. Sometimes you know you didn't fucking go hard, but but you're doing it. So you you justify and excuse yourself for not going hard because you showed up. Right. All that's good, but it's really, it's about having the mindset of just keep going. Just keep going, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it, in, in the social media platform, uh, being the approach to new business tactics, uh, everything now in business is social media. You know, if you're not running your business through social media, you're fucking up. Bottom line, no matter how you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, even construction. If you're not posting your shit on Instagram and whatnot, you know, TikTok and you know, doing little TikTok videos of your construction workers doing some real cool, quick and easy tasks. Right. You're, so much of it is gone there. Yeah, you know, it's just everything social media. And and I get it. You know, the old guard is going to push back from the new guard. Mm. But, you know, it's it. that's just how history goes. You know, if you don't acclimate, adapt and switch into the new times, you're going to fall off. You know, it's interesting about what you're saying. I was thinking about it, <clears throat> and I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, you know, bakeries used to be or have been or still are some, I think, places where people would meet and they would be social. Right. And they would talk and they whatever, right? Sure, right. coffee house. It's almost like a coffee bakery, house. Right. right, right. And so it makes sense to me that as society becomes more digitized yes right like we're now mm-hmm. going into that rightly wrongly who cares but the truth is it that's is what's what it going is. Right? right that it would mean that the the establishments where physically people would be would have to also then say yes so now that we're all attending in these different ways mm-hmm. the bakery is going to embrace the social platform aspect of it yes that makes i think total, for a marketing that makes total sense standpoint you could say social media. I think the overall is digital media. Yeah. And yeah. I say for your advertising, your marketing, you use social media to hook them. 
Yeah. But right. if you pull them into your website, yes. it's going to be the digital media play. Right. That's where they can get lost, buy, purchase, stay on. Now they can bypass your social media Absolutely. and go right to your And thing. it doesn't just end there. You know, it's Absolutely almost like not. that's the fishing line. Yeah, then you got to perform. Then you got to deliver. Yeah, then you got to deliver. So, like, if, 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 you know, nowadays everyone's quick to order things on Grubhub and Postmates and mm-hmm. so forth. So, on. so ju- it's a blessing in a, in a, it's a blessing in itself when someone's willing to go to your establishment, park in the damn Absolutely. parking lot, walk up to your establishment, right. and, and, and bask in that environment and space that you've created for them. So, you no longer are welcoming your customer. You know, you're inviting your customer to continue that pitch. It, I, I, it's like closing the deal. It is, and the thing is, is this, bro, is that people have gotten so lost in the digital world yeah. for so long now uh-huh. that there's a craving for a true experience. Not right. a g- digital experience, right. a true experience. Yes. And I'm starting to see that whole world mm-hmm. through farmer's market type events right. and different things. People want to get out and touch right. an experience. But you Especially got, after COVID. Absolutely. Engagement. And I think that if engagement, if you can offer something attractive yes. that includes, that's why I say you got to be in both worlds. You got to be in the real world and the after. digital world. But if you can invite people <clears throat> to have an experience, it's uh, people want to have right. a real experience right. today. And I think that if you offer that, I'm seeing it happen, bro. Right. I'm starting to see where I'm going to give you an ex, I'm going to give you guys an example. There's a great promotion that may go on with a big retailer of ours, right? Okay. And one of the prizes is that you would get to come for one week and come to our brand uh-huh. and learn about growing and learn about this and learn about genetics and learn, right? <clears throat> and you come stay for a week and you get right. to learn the whole interior of the business. How we do. That's yeah. awesome. That type of stuff, bro, or inviting people to come and learn Workshop. hands-on workshops. Workshops, everything. Come design your own. Ca- like 1, these types of things are is the stuff that's missing in this world. And Intimacy. it's human contact. Yeah, Intimacy. it is, man. And I, you know, and that's, I think where, you that's can, where romanticism starts. You when you when you when you said I create a space, I hold a space. Yes. For your family, it's the same thing. Absolutely. Creating that space for people to come yes creating that space that's attractive and there's all yep. those little elements where people feel comfortable it's creative it's cool right there's going to be other cool people there you know i want to be right. seen there right. all those things yes. and you create this space and and people want to go man there's this alfred's coffee shop do you know alfred's coffee shop on melrose i do place? not i do not there is this coffee shop on melrose place and it is the coolest it's just dope. The whole layout. See that? People are there that. all day that. long. With their, they just want to go there just to hang out and have I a cool that. coffee and see it that's made. It's not and run just Starbucks. People. It's Alphas. No, right. right. And I love it's that. just this environment that's created. And when you walk up to it, you're like, I want to go in there. It's a lot chicks out. But you want to be at that spot that part of the scene yeah and i think like when people can figure that out or get that figured out right. um and then you have a great product on right. top of it man i think you're See, that's when you're winning you know everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, it's like my, there's a lot of things. You know, I'm doing the painting and I'm changing and I'm decluttering and, you know, whatever. Uh, changing the entire space and environment, you know, the appearance, the look. But my focus point is the photo op corner. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. because I want yes. to make sure that there's a spot in that facility where someone can record themselves being present. Bro, there they're all. This is funny. You know, you got to go to Alfred's. So, because the whole place has multiple branded spots. Photo ops, yeah. That, it's, it's like key. all over. That Absolutely. key that lets you know that yes. they're there and it's branded. Right. So you're you're definitely on point right. with that. Right. But, and, and so my first thing, which is funny, and, and I, I had. I, I enjoyed the reaction of everybody, and Sean's gonna understand this one. 
you know, being the musical savant that he is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. music sets the tone for yes. everything. Yes, everything. The soundtrack. Fuck yeah! And Chumahan will vouch for this because, from our indigenous roots, that's true. From that fucking drum, that's true. If you don't life. feel it, that's true. And hear it, fuck it. You're fuck not, it. You're not with it. <laughs> it's, it's the beautiful light. Bottom line. Right? Listen. That frequency is what you have to align with. Otherwise, you're not going to be part of that fucking tribe. It's inevitable no matter what space it is. Done deal. So Done deal. As soon as I fucking wanted to change things up, I said, fuck that ridiculous... Piped in music. Yeah, <laughs> hotel lobby <laughs> fucking music. Yeah. Get rid of that. Yeah. Put some Bob on. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put yeah. some Bob on. Let's create a frequency. Let's create love, an energy yeah. of love, of family. That's what I'm fucking that. talking you know, let's, about, let's bro. Let's create synchronicity. Man, hitting my back. You know, let, let's create a... <laughs> I got like a bruise on well, See, that's what it up. is. That's what it, it is. is. You know, I'm going to rub it. That's exactly what it is. You know, no. but you, have to, you want to create a synchronicity of everyone's mutual understanding of what that space is. Right. Uh, here we go. You know? Yeah. And... and, and no matter what, everyone, anywhere, everywhere in the world, you hear Bob, you know what the fuck you're listening to. Yeah, yeah, of course, oh, bro. Yeah, and on. what it stands for. And it gives you a certain certain chemistry. Tranquility. A, a starts peace. to happen inside Absolute. of you when you hear Absolute. that music. It's good. It's vibe. It's, hey, how you doing? Right. What's that? Like, right. It's all that. Right. So that was my first thing. And then from there, you know, let's remove, let's add, let's declutter. Let's simplify this entire space so I can get I can get a, a you know it's like the the artist in me mm -hmm. uh, understands uh, one protocol and it's to have an amazing painting isn't necessarily the image on the painting mm. the biggest thing to any fucking painting is the frame mm. I mean that is true. You know, because you've seen it, right? Have you ever seen like you've seen paintings where you're right. like, "Hey, right. the fuck is that?" Then they put a frame on it, and you're like, "Fuck, Whoa. wow!" Guys, the value just soared through the right. sky. That's yeah. so true. You know, so no matter what, you know, you could see the Mona Lisa on a jail, whatever they call that. You know, the, the just a uh, plaque. Pano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, say. right. You could whatever it is, and that's cool. But once you see it. Matted and then, glass, you know, glass frame, yeah. and the frame, and it just adds to the elevates the, the picture. So mm -hmm. You appreciate that painting that much yeah, more. Yeah. So that is a business tactic that you know those that know you're going to apply to anything, any product. You know, so right. you can sell a product, but how are you framing it? Yeah, there you go. How are you positioning it? Right, how are you and framing so it you know, you that? could you could you could express your perspective perspective and your thoughts to how are you framing it right right goes you for know, a no lot of yeah how are you presenting it right how are you presenting it exactly how are you presenting but it? you know what's interesting <clears throat> about what you're saying now because that that also goes to like argument right so in the in hell the, yeah in the law i was about to say how am i going to frame this issue hell yes right. bro you got to frame it first right it's about it American freedom. Yeah, right. bro. Right. Yeah, it's all. Uh, it's back to presentation. Exactly. How are but, you presenting? Bro? But, but, <clears throat> when I'm working up like a motion, mm -hmm. right? So you work on a motion, there's like a couple parts. Introduction, then there's the statement of facts, then there's the law, then there's the application, and then there's the conclusion. And I won't get more detail than that, but that's mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That introduction is the framing. Right. Okay. But you can't really write a good introduction until you've done all the other work first, mm -hmm. nailed all down your arguments, all that stuff, right. for you to go back up and tell the court in one sentence what this whole fucking thing is about. Absolutely. If you try to do the framing first, right, it's you will have a frame with no picture in the middle. No. So You have to the match the frame to the picture, not the picture to the frame. Right. And so you have to actually do all this work before you can truly frame it. Absolutely. You can't just frame it. No. You can, it will no. not be like Well, wouldn't that be like building a house? First, there's got to be the sketch of the house or the it's vision the foundation. of the house. Yeah. You can't just go up there and just start framing. No. Oh, no. You get lost. You, you have a frame just sitting first. there. Right. You need the foundation first. A vision first, foundation right. first. Right. You need the blueprints, the idea, just the thought. Itself. So when you think about the framing, what's the perfect framing, you really can't answer that question in any adequate way. No. 
until you've done all no the work. other stuff. Absolutely. And now it's the DNA of that work is the essence is in that decision you're about right. to make about the frame. Once the painting is done, you'll have a better idea of what type of frame would be the most suitable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know what, too, man, about some of this. Um, and we're talking about Kiff Cafe where we met. Kiff. Kiff. It's on uh, Pico and Bundy. And, and, he, and, and I had Daniel meet me there with his partner. We all yeah. had some breakfast over there. Nice spot. Nice spot. And, and that guy's a French guy. And he's got wine tastings going on. And he's got this and that. Real and they exclusive. really take time for their plates that they bring out, even at breakfast stuff. They really do it beautifully, bro. Yeah. With the avocado toast, with cherry tomato. And they really take their time. And the guy, he works for this this little cafe that's his cafe and he's there hands-on and i saw how he started doing these nighttime on fridays they have a big barbecue grill in back mm. and they clear up the place and they grill oh, everything from nice. steaks to fish oh, and you're nice. invited to come out and it's open air and it's community tables and then he had a little in the parking lot it was like a little mart where people local people yes. brought their little crafts right? right and he had the grilling going on in the back right and it was like this community neighborhood feel but he does then he has does a wine tasting open to the public and invite to people it was like this dude's constantly working to come up with cool little yeah. creative ways like fresh flowers every day on all of his tables yes. and sure it takes that type like that man like i looked at him and i go Bro, you're doing exactly what you were put here to do. Like, this is what you do. And right. you can see him, his love for it and his care and his passion. And it's all working for him. He was just a coffee shop that started introducing food and then doing this. And it's like, he's built this into this place that's, it's him. And it's, and I feel it's like, all in the details. It, it is, man. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, you don't, you're not just deciding you want a cool bakery, you're gonna pop it open. You have a history in this. Right. You have a vision in this. And it takes somebody that's that's really in it, that's in it bro. It's it, like, you can't just kind of pop up in it and no. think that it's gonna happen. No, and also I feel like you definitely have had to have gone through the pandemic and apply what you've learned from the, to pan from the pandemic to know how you're going to service your community post pandemic brother let me say wow. this to you brother i said this to paul the other day and uh. i said it to somebody else if you actually made it through the pandemic me and joe shock were talking about this with the sober living yeah. you know how many closed not down not every just the fact that you're a business that's open and you made it through the pandemic people look at you differently absolutely people want i'm telling you people want to bring you your business because you survived that that says something about you bro right for sure 1, it really does yeah. i mean like and i'm hearing about it from owners of businesses somehow i like barely got through but now though everybody's supporting me all of a sudden everybody you know do you find that to be true in your business one million percent and i feel like you could run it with ego to some point you know because it's almost like it's fucking bragging rights of course you know who, right, who does right, 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 fucking right. brag about it but at the same time how you're gonna fall off is if you continue that ego ride mm. if anything that's when you gotta fucking humble yourself way more mm, because yeah. if it wasn't for your community you'd be fucked yeah Mm. You know, yeah, we can all say, oh, I'm built different, I'm wired different, I'm right. resilient, right, blah, right. blah, blah, all that other bullshit, you know, but really, if you, if you connected with your community before the pandemic, that's who kept you afloat. Mm. Well, that's true. You know, it's like, you know, anytime the pandemic had a conversation, dialogue with someone or whatever, um, it, it all it always came down to you know it exposed underlying issues i guess you're right because i want to look at it sometimes in the eyes that like if, if let's say that you connected with your community before the pandemic yeah but you couldn't pivot yes you didn't have the sensibility to pivot correctly right, right. that might have taken you out but when i'm looking at what you said right now and i'm thinking about the retailers that stayed in, yeah. they did have a prior investment with their community. Yes. Hmm. And, but some of them had to pivot some certain ways Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. 
But yeah, they did have something with their community. Yeah. And it was the people that really popped up that thought they were all that. Right. They were just out of the fucking I mean, it makes sense. It makes right. sense because if you didn't have a community or an awareness before the pandemic, yeah. oh. when the pandemic hit and everyone stayed home for nine months, there would nobody would know you. Right. So how could you, if you had a loyal following, yeah, they would yeah. remember like, it was probably, I guarantee you, right? Yeah, that's why they're ordering to go. They're like, oh, okay, right. man, we got to get right. through this pandemic. Right. I got to right. get back to the fucking right. Daniel's Bakery, man. Yeah. All I can right. think about is that right. fucking apple fritter. Right. Exactly. You know, I had, I had Interesting. A, a few customers when it all happened, you know, and of course, no one really knew shit when it was all happening. Nobody was, knew shit? Nobody no. knew shit. Everybody no. was, you know, ignorant to Scrambling. It. Yeah, you know, but, but there was two, two opposing sides. You know, the... Fuck this. It's too much for me to process. I'm going to hide. Right. Flight or fight? Flight or fight. And then there's those that recognize, well, fuck, no matter what it is, I need to adapt to it as of yesterday. Right. And I need to fucking make sure that I recognize that every effort on a daily is bigger than me. Right. That's it. I've got employees with families. They need to fucking eat. Right. I've got people that are relying on me to a certain degree whether i'm scared or not it's not about me right it's fucking bigger than me i've got kids yeah. got a wife right it's a whole fucking thing it's a whole fucking was thing. a reality check right and the people that were full of shit oh, kind of did them. get aired out those it's, are yeah. the underlying issues that I'm yeah you're right about, you absolutely know? so uh, absolutely you know it's like obesity underlying issue you yeah. know, financial situation, underlying issue. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, distractions, underlying yes. issue. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's true because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, throughout human history, throughout human history, there have been multiple pandemics, famines, just complete sea changes right. in how life was and how it is now. Right. And you know what? A lot of innocent people died along the way. They weren't even bad people. They right. just couldn't change or they got caught up in the thing or whatever happened and they're gone. Right. And like you said, people, there are people in our lives that depend on us. And so it's important for us to remember that it's not about me. No. Right, it's a larger story. There's a larger bridge. There's something more that I've got to give to, and genuinely, a lot of the people that I follow and think about what they say, they say that if it is only about you, you will not have the motivation to go all the way. God no, because we all get tired. Yeah, right. We all get fucking tired. That's just being human. Right. You know, exhaustion. Uh, fatigue, emotional, whatever, you know? Right. Everyone's, no one's fucking bulletproof. That's just right. bottom fucking line. Yeah. You know, I, from the hours I work and the two babies at home and and the wife and, and everything that gives me that purpose. Right. You know, it drives me, it motivates me, but it's not even so much on how am I going to feed them and guard them and protect them and take care of them today, but what am I leaving when I'm gone? Right. What am I leaving them with? That's when what I'm, I'm thinking about. That, that's where I'm at, bro, with stuff. You I know, mean, my work is in and that. And at some point, everyone focuses on, you know, well, shit, am I going to leave this much in their account? Mm. Am I going to leave this for them to hold on to, to remind them of me? Mm. Mm. But we are going into a digitized space where there's a certain drop in those monetary values. Yeah. It's really about how the fuck you connect with your loved ones. That's your legacy. I think about that. That's the fucking biggest. And if you make that your priority number one, personally, I feel like you're, you're on the first stepping stone to to some light at the end of the tunnel I think about that a lot because of how old my daughter is Absolutely. I think a lot about <clears throat> for me right now the legacy right I think a lot about wealthy families that leave huge sums of money to their kids and then their kids can't even get out of bed or in rehab for like 30 years that's the saddest thing right so what you're saying about like it is about money but it's also not about money right, right? it's not gonna be the no. save all no it's you if you raise an I can asshole, leave, you can leave your shed of tools for your kid, but you right. never showed him how to use your fucking tools. He, exactly, he's no carpenter. So, so I think about my daughter, and I'm like, man, I, I gotta right now model 
the behavior that I think is going to help her in life. I have to show her how one of the major things that I work with my wife on is taking the baby out to show her how I talk to other adults. Yes. Right? Yes. This is how I conduct business. This is how I talk to a stranger. Right. Interaction. This is how I shake hands. This is how I look someone in the eye. Yeah. This is right. Because my, and my daughter, I, she watches. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's learning. If I don't do that, if we don't take her out to show her how to to be a part of the community, right. she's going to grow up feeling socially isolated and every yeah. social interaction will be right. awkward. Awkward as fuck. And it, it, like mm. what Lux, Lux was saying earlier, when you don't when you haven't learned much, you know, or, or absorbed much from your surrounding because everyone's just you know, there's, there's, you know, the times have changed, you know, where, you know, just be seen, not heard, right? That right. whole fucking thing of the past. Nowadays, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's, uh, you could, you could teach your kids what's important, you know, what you value. Right. But I think the biggest connection between a parent and, and their child is, the the intimacy and that connection of comprehension between the two of you yeah you know because sometimes you could look at your kid's face at a certain moment and then you know kind of realize that it's it's it you know they might not have understood what you said sure. but they felt what you said sure right you know and and between the ages of like one you know uh, infant to four or five that's the most crucial. Absolutely. It's what energy do you have right. when you are present in front of your child? Yeah. Right. That's the biggest fucking value. I, I tell you, man, I missed those years, bro, with both my kids. You know, I did a fucking four and then a five year, these terms with both of my kids. My daughter, not even one. My son, right when he turned one. Missed these, these years. And I chose to have a relationship with my grandson. I didn't want to be the grandfather that sees him on Christmas and his birthday. Uh-huh. I wanted, to, I had an opportunity to have a relationship with my grandson right. way deeper than my kids, and right. I do, right? right. I so that. I go see him once a week on my own. Beautiful. And then every Sunday we spend time, and, and we have this relationship. I didn't even have it with my kids, bro. He runs That's to me, the holds my hand, kisses me on the lips, like, Papa, Papa, like I didn't even have that with my kids, bro. Nothing they were close that. to his, their mom more right. than me. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want that to, to fail. But I will say this, man. And yes, I, I do get caught up with the monetary of right. what I'm going to build. What I'm going to yes, right. I get caught up with that. And I just want to say this, man. That making the time for your kids and listening and engaging. Like I have this wonderful relationship with my daughter today. Like she calls almost every day. Dad, we're having dinner. Dad, what do you think? She shares with me or into like, I have something I never had with her and it, it's beautiful. But I gotta say the biggest thing, bro, is really like how I live. Yes. How I live. Like I can, t- I could have told my son everything I want to. And I got a great mouthpiece, bro. I really do. My daughter. But it isn't about what I'm saying, bro. It's all about what I, that's what my kids pick up. That's what they're taking. Yeah. So if I'm being loving, right. if I'm being good in my community, if I care about people, if I give a buck to somebody that's homeless, whatever it might be, the way I talk to people, the way I talk to them. Right. Kids watch you more they than they listen you. to you. Yeah, man. And For it's sure. like, and the Always. best thing I could At do any age. Is, is live kindly and live with love in my heart and project that. And I think... Yeah. That's the legacy. I want my kids at the end of the day go, man. My dad, he might have done, he might have fucked up and this and that, but dude, he turned around. He was a, he, dude, he cared. He had humanity in his yeah. heart. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. And I feel like my kids care about human beings and animals and this planet. And and so I get choked up sometimes when I'm just, I just so grateful that my kids have humanity in their hearts, bro. That they actually care. They don't want to hurt anybody. Right. You That's know what I'm win. saying? That's the win. Yeah. Well, so, so because in those ages, <clears throat> like zero to like seven, let's say, mm-hmm. but it also there's more development that goes yeah. on. Mm-hmm. We focus on it, but part of it is, you know, there, the child is totally helpless 
it becomes uncomfortable from hunger, whatever. It makes noise or whatever in an escalating fashion to get whoever's going to provide the care's attention. Mm -hmm. If something's not right, I need you to take care of me right now. Mm -hmm. And there are some places, communities, schools of thought that's like, let that kid just cry itself out. Fuck that. It's toughening that kid up. Just let that kid cry itself out. Fuck that all day. And there's even schools of thought that are like, you know, you need to tell that kid. You need to tell that kid. But, man, Daniel, man, he's, I mean, he's, I can feel the resistance. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, that don't work for you. No, not even fucking close, dude. Not even fucking. I passionately feel that. I feel your passion. And then, right, what happens is you have, um, at some point, the child, you know, goes through these escalations of trying to communicate. And it reaches a point from the tantrum, yelling, screaming, whatever that is, to where the child goes silent. <sighs> and at that moment that the child goes silent, the child has realized or has uncovered to a certain extent that I cannot rely on anybody in this mm. world. Mm. It's just me. Mm. Mm. And that can start the process to create a personality type. Of that's, what we saw in Texas. That's exactly right. Absolutely. And Narc antisocial narcissism psychopathy at the higher end. Higher end. Higher end. And that all that is as some varying degree of somebody who is trying to break away from the need of others. I don't need you. And because reliance, dependence, reaching out, whatever that is, asking for help, creates a situation for future pain for that type of person. They're seeing danger. If I have to reach out to you and ask you for help, I'm setting myself up to get hurt by you. And mm. you can get to a level where it's just narcissism, where you're just, I just see everything as me and I'm just trying to manipulate everyone around me to mm. serve what I need. But when you get to the higher levels of psychopathy, it gets to a point where some of these folks live a kind of freedom that other, that you look at it and there's a, weird aspect to it and they're living so free because they don't see anybody else or hear they anything. truly don't care what you right. think right and the minute that the, and it happens that they start to feel an attraction or an envy envy they are opening up the box of feeling inferior or dependent and that's when they must destroy animosity they have to kill it. Mm. Absolutely. If they can't kill it, if they destroy it. So that's when you, you, you see some of these stories where the, the psychopath, like, you know, beheaded someone on a bus or something where you're like, God, what would drive? It's that level. Absolutely. That's that level of I cannot allow myself to be connected to anybody. Right. And this is starting to open up a dangerous box. I'm going to dominate it. Ted Bundy style and then kill it and destroy it so that it's obliterated. Once it's gone, it's no longer a threat. So when we talk about the children are watching us, the children are modeling our behavior, not what we say. Mm -hmm. Think about how I was raised, you know? Think about how you were raised. I don't know anything about how you were raised, but I'm just saying, you think about some of those places of pain and the concept of like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna depend on anyone because I'm gonna get trapped into a thing and you can see that if that's untreated or that's not loved or we don't rebuild from that or if we can't somehow do whatever we are we are creating situations like Texas or whatever so when you say your legacy big Lux is something to the effect of I have humanity in my heart and it's being imparted to my children, I think, man, that's a really beautiful, very powerful thing. That's amazing. I don't know if it's a, uh, amazing. It absolutely is. I just, I just feel like uh, uh, the, the fact that my kid and I listen. I put it. I put a huge part of it on Jessica. Shout out to my ex-wife Jessica. It's a wonderful human being. She was there for kids, but the fact that my kids are adding to the stream of life right they're not here taking hurting and destroying that's all i wanted for my kids i just wanted them to be it's not not, not maybe leave this place better than when you found it you know that right. you just don't want attitude. your kids carrying any pain 
yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna carry. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna, gonna have bruises. I don't want them to ex. But carrying the to pain hand out some pain, right? Sure, right. sure, sure. Or right. dispensing pain. That's right. You know. But I can't imagine a hell worse than looking at your like nearly adult child. And they're going through the same level and exact same thing you're going through, and you and it was all partially because maybe you didn't get your shit together, and brother. Uh, right. And I watched that with my son. Right. I, I watched it, bro. Well, my my oldest yeah, is twenty one now. You know, and uh, yeah, you know, it's um, you know, with with him, fuck, I was a kid, I didn't know shit. Right. You know, I was learning myself. Um, one thing now is, you don't raise you raise cattle. You don't raise your kids. You guide. You guide them. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. You guide them. You guide them. And 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 you know you might not be the fucking know it all, the the guru, but you, you you can't tell your kids don't do that, do this, and then you do it. You just hold their hand, and if you know you're going to lead them the right way, well, fucking have that grasp on their hand tight and make them feel safe to wherever they follow you. Yeah, and guide them. Mm. You know, yeah. but. You, Yelling or whatever, lecturing and all that other bullshit. You don't raise your kids; you raise cattle. Yeah. You know, and that, this being you know Father's Day weekend, right? It's it, perfect. It's combo. perfect. Absolutely, combo for man. Yeah. Absolutely, Absolutely, man. Man, brother. Well, so good how, stuff. I don't know. So, so get, let let us know what. How is this unfolding for you? When when do we get to? I want to go do a podcast at the new spot when it opens. Hell yeah, Definitely. do a live podcast. I've got a patio we'll do the for food it. tasting. Yeah, I got a patio on right. it, and then the photo op corner would be indoors or the patio, whatever. Right, sets the mood. But yeah, I'll have space, and that's the point. I'll have space. Dude, we'll do a. We'll, we'll all diet that week, so we can come in and do a I'll tasting. Well, You'll come miles. sit down, tell us about the whole place. Shout out to my wife. She made something that I was gonna fucking bring. <sighs> but I ran out of the fucking house last All night. good, brother. It's all good. It's a zucchini pound loaf that she made <sighs> with protein powder. Oh! Gluten-free. And she's been at this for a minute, and she's she's such a fucking hell of a supporter, but she's been really backing me up on, you know, where I want to go, you know, yeah. business-wise and so forth so on. And, you know... Whatever, all the new approach to business. You're tactics. a sharp dude, bro. I can't wait. And uh, man, she. But at the same time, I'm not gonna fucking lie to you guys. At least I still have some at home. Right. Of course. <laughs> but I'm sure between you and your wife, I just know that you don't even have to tell us all about it. I can kind of feel your plan of absolutely, where you're going. Absolutely. We're gonna be in there, bro. We're gonna be in there I'll to do a full on. Yeah, I'll and you definitely come sit you in with your wife. The new it's grand gonna, opening. Yes, yeah. brother. Love that. Where do people find you? Where do they go? Give them a shout out uh, right now. You know, Cakes by Daniel. Yeah. That's, that's my, you know, business page or my personal, you know, I off, you know, that, my personal Instagram, I, I I post everything on my personal Instagram for my kids. Got you. You know, I want them to know where dad's headspace is at. Got right. it. Got it. You know, um, I don't have a huge following. My followers have huge followings. And that to me is cool enough. I don't yeah. need fucking a thousand people following me. Right. If I've got a small, strong army, that's all you need. That's all I fucking just need. give me twelve badass, badass motherfuckers. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Cakes by Daniel, you guys. Check him out, dude. Yeah. Guys, an special. And yeah, and he's just a solid individual. Thank For you. real, good man, a good Thank family you. man, Thank and uh, and that's why he's here. Just. The day before Father's Day, it's perfect. We got to Appreciate talk a it. lot about a lot of good stuff, man. You, you're always welcome here, brother. Yeah, I'm coming down Thank to you. see you Thank for you. lunch. Standing, coming yeah, down to absolutely. take you out to lunch. Awesome, looking forward to it. Um, you start, partner. What you got? What you got? A little gum road. A little, uh... I, oh yeah, I got all that. Come on, come <laughs> on with all it. that. Come Sean on, partner. Movemental Media, Movemental Dot Media. Sorry. <laughs> oh. And then <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's the gum road coming at you. Coming at you, Gumby. <laughs> Here it comes. The big gum road. Look out. It oh, is hls.gumroad.com. <laughs> if you go to gum, hls.gumroad.com slash posts, you can get the free, the three free pack of uh, three pack. mini music episodes. Um, you can also go to gumroad.com or hls.gumroad.com for our Art of War, for our Proto episodes, Proto. for our LA Crime mixtape, mm-hmm. for Art of War, 
Ottawa. We already oh. said that one. Oh. Oh. Something else. There's LA four crime there. mix. LA crime mixtape. Yeah, I you already that, said that. Proto. Oh, there's, there's salmon, the King Salmon uh, single. King Salmon single. Still just hot off the press. Yeah, hot off the press. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Sean. Um, what else? Uh, www.hardluckshove.com. Right. Check us out. And big shout out to Raul, graphics artist. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. Sure. Happy birthday. All that stuff. Um, Pulpo beard oils. Pulpo. Right? Pulpo. Um, a whole bunch of good dudes. And then also, Vonnebo and LLP, we wear braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly the best legal representation money can buy. And happy Father's Day, gentlemen. Happy Father's Day. Salud. 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 Chantuan. Chindan. Chindan. www.supermaxhardware.com. We are dropping some little summer capsule. It will be out before Fourth of July, so keep an Summer eye out. Capsule. Summer capsule. Summer capsule. Summer capsule. And we got uh, Cookies got SF Summer One just dropped. You guys, we got we got fucking basketball tanks and shorts, and we got heat for you. So CookiesSF.com, uh, Vibes Rolling Papers, always uh, Candle Buds. Big shout out to Platinum Fitness, my boy Lawrence and SF, and. Um, Always listen to the Hard Luck Show. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I think I got about everybody. Estevan Oriol and the Soul Assassins. Big shout out. And to uh, Third World for coming in today. And of course, Cakes by Daniel. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, Thank brother. you. Like we do about this time. Adios, amigos. From the Hard Luck Show. She's a small wonder and she'll make